Modern Lending Podcast listeners. We are back for another live episode of the Modern Lending Podcast with your host, Alec Hansen. I'm Alec. Um, wow, we are burning through this season. It's been a blast. If you are just tuning in for the first time, we are talking about stories, stories that inspire us, stories from people's lives that we can learn from. I, I, I keep saying this, but all of human knowledge was passed down through stories. That's how we learned. So let's figure out what's going on in that world and dive into other other people's humanity and really take that and put it into our own lives. Today, I'm bringing on Alex B. Sheridan. This guy um, made first, I got my first impression on this guy in social, which is of course where the world is now acting, which is what we're gonna talk about. Um, but man, this guy is creative. He raps, he has his own like vibe. He comes out and we're gonna get to know his story today. How did he understand, how did he see that branding, personal branding is gonna be such a thing? How did he step himself out? How did he build this whole world this is going to be a fun conversation. You can't screw it up because you got Alex and Alec now. So I don't care what you say. We're both here. Let's rock and roll. All right, let's go, Alex. Good to see you, buddy. Like, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for hanging out and sharing your insight. Um, dude, okay, first story, just kick us off. How did you become like Mr. LinkedIn, bro? You you dominate that space. You're getting thousands and thousands of views and comments and engagement. Like, what the heck is going on there? I mean, I started from ground zero with zero yes. followers in 2019. My first, you know, seven or so post got zero likes, zero engagement. So, but what happened was I was working my full-time job. This is, you know, maybe September, 2019. And um, I was getting ready to start my own business. And I said, you know, maybe I should get on this. I heard some things about LinkedIn. Like, oh, I think the organic reach is good here. I think yes. a business community. It was still earlier, right? It wasn't like it is now. But I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all in on this place. And I started putting out content. And what I realized is that I was doing, I did video pretty early on. And what I realized with the videos and the, the content that I was putting out was that customers were actually starting to come to me and starting to say, hey, Alex, I, I loved your video from the other day. By the way, how, how do you create a profile on LinkedIn? Or like, what type yeah. of content should I put out for my business? And so what started off was it's going to be a sales consulting business. I pivoted because I was like, man, I think this is the future. I think why yeah. chase? I mean, I came from cold calling and emailing and knocking on doors. <laughs> Which still works. Don't get me wrong. Well, hold on, hold was, on. Let's go, let's go back yeah. there and unpack that, bro. Because I, I think, you know, you, you were in a, you were that was how you got business B two B. So, so your first job, staffing gig. What was that like? How did you fall into that space? Yeah, I was there for six years. Um, I had a couple jobs before that after you know after college, but yeah. staffing and recruiting, um, knocking on doors, cold calling, trying to find a business or opportunities to hire people for companies, and then my team of recruiters would go find the candidates. So yeah, it was super old school. There was no, we didn't do any social media stuff. It was all just you cold called in and you tried to set meetings, and when you got in the meetings, then you had to you know do your thing and rock it. Oh, so bro, this is this is gonna resonate with so many mortgage pros that are that are a little bit old school like me. Because this was like pre-iPhone days. This was absolutely with an Nokia brick phone, driving around, MapQuest pronounced, Thomas Guides, and literally just seeing an open house sign and being like, I guess I'm going in there and like walking in and just like, you know, cold meeting, cold calling, you know. So how did you, did you struggle with that? Was it hard? Did you push through? What was it like for you? 
The thing about that, Alec, is like it's, you know, cold calling and emailing and that kind of stuff obviously can still work, right? There's a little bit of that hustle and that grit that you can get out there and you can find prospects. But the thing with it is, is you're always, you're constantly in this prospecting loop. So mm. you're always chasing people down and you're the hunter. What yes. I discovered with content and building a personal brand and a brand for my company is that I became the hunted. <laughs> and when I, that started, when that light bulb went off and I said, holy cow, instead of always going around and knocking on doors, every single place I go, I can actually post up places where my customers show up like LinkedIn or Instagram, wherever they are. And I can create so much value for my audience. I can make them laugh, smile. I can teach them. I can Bro. inspire them, motivate them. And they start coming to me. This now is, I got the, the leverage. Now that's, I, the sales that's... cycle are, is cut in half, right? Everything falls into place. Dude, every loan officer in the history of loan officers have just, that's the dream. If business would just come to me, if I didn't just have to hunt over and over again, um, it, it, that's the dream. And so what was that aha moment for you? Like, how did you, like, do you remember when you were like, okay, I get to go on, I got to go on on social. I got to build this. Yeah. What happened? I do. It was January, 2020. So like I said, I got on LinkedIn 2019 <laughs> and like literally like two or three months later from posting content, I go, I think this is the future. Now, granted, this is a couple months before COVID. Okay. Yeah, no. So I was sitting there thinking in my mind, the vision of the future of business and everything. I was like, I think there's going to be more video content. I think it's going to be more digital. I think social selling is going to be bigger in a few years. Yep. Literally COVID expedited everything by about five to seven years, which is what happened so quickly. But I saw it in January, 2020, I was like, I'm going all in. This is my business now. I'm going to help other people create content, social sell, win clients on places like LinkedIn. And uh, I won my first customer in February, 2020. Six months later, I had replaced my six-figure income in my corporate job. I quit there in July, 2020, and I've been doing this ever since. Now, let me say this because it's a kind of big on stories. I, when I first started this, it took me a while to get going, right? I had to build a brand from yeah. scratch. I had zero followers in 2019. Now I have over 20,000. So yep. everything came from the ground up and then I built a good brand, but then I launched sort of a second business or a, a second service in my business where it's more done for you content. In the beginning, yep. I was doing coaching, consulting, training. Then I said, Hey, we can actually do a lot of this for the, our clients and edit the videos and do a lot of this stuff. The amount of time, because when I had launched that second service or that second part of the business, it took me three months, maybe a little bit less to get to the six figure mark where the first one took maybe, you know, six months from client one to leave my corporate job. But the reason it was so much faster with the second time is because I already had a brand. So when you have a yeah. great brand, all you have to do is basically raise your hand and say, I've got this new thing coming out. Who wants then, to take a look at it? And people are like, dude, we already know who you are, your brand. Yes, you're the guy for this. You're the girl for this. Let's go. And so it actually, once you build that brand foundation, you can create so much more opportunity for your clients and help people in unique ways. And the barrier to get people in is almost non-existent. You just literally got to raise your hand. It's like when Apple or Nike or somebody comes out with a new product, they're, they're lining up in the middle of the night to get it. Yeah. Well, look, Scott's already saying sales cycle cuts in half, insert drool emoji. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, let, let me, let's demystify something, Alex, cause you said you build a powerful brand and I think immediately some loan officers get a little glazed. Like, what does that mean? Like, I don't know that, that that's big words. I, I'm not a brand. I'm a person, you know, Nike's a brand. I, so when you were talking about this, like, what do you, what did you mean by it? Or how did you, how do you understand it? Well, if you could just put it very simply, I, I look at brand, like kind of, there's two layers to it. The first one is what do you want to be known for? 
So if you think about your brand, right, it's common. People get on social media and they'll post about all kinds of different stuff. And what you do is you kind of confuse your audience. If you confuse them, you lose them. So you want to get out there and maybe you've got a couple different content pillars, but it's all a focus around maybe one specific kind of vision that you have for what you want to be known for. And mine was always creative video content, helping people unleash their creative, Mm -hmm. winning clients on. So it was that that was just my lane that I stayed in. So that to me is like, that's starting to build a brand. When people look at Alec and they go, I think of this, they look at Alex, they go, I think of this. Now to take it one step further, where I think 99.9% of people miss this in the brand is that if you really want your brand to pop and resonate with a lot of people and get people to fall in love with your brand, then you've got to have a purpose. You've got to have a mission. You've got to have that cause behind it. So mine, for example, was even though I was doing content marketing, video marketing, social selling, Really, the brand was always in the tagline was unleash the creative. Yes. And people know what that means. They hear yes. they, they resonates, right? It's like, I've got this talent, this creativity inside of me. I've got this, these stories to share, the value to add to my audience. My job was just to, I just want to inspire you and help you and, and you teach go. you how to unleash that so that you can go accomplish what you want to accomplish. Ties right into the story brand. If anyone's read that book, yeah, uh, book. by I think it's Donald Miller, right? You know, he talks about you being the trusted guide. If your brand could tell a story, you wouldn't be the hero of your story. It would be the customer that's the hero. So, but you're the trusted guide that's going to get that uh, hero from, oh my gosh, I'm stuck here to, man, I really want these results, but I'm not quite sure how to get there. You come in as a trusted guide, you remove roadblocks, you help them, whether it's internal, external struggles, they go accomplish the results they want and boom, they're the hero. So it just becomes bigger than just, Hey, I'm known for this. It becomes about what's the, what's the, if there was a movement and we all could line up on the streets and march towards this cause is your brand, does your brand have that kind of power behind it? Well, so let me ask you this out. When you got started and you started putting yourself on video, it's a bit way different than just cold calling and all that stuff. Um, how'd you deal with it? Was it uncomfortable? Did it come natural? Did you have to push through? What was that like? Yeah, you know, for me, like I actually first started doing video probably seven years ago on YouTube and I made like 15 videos and I quit because I just, I didn't know what I was doing and I like, I didn't give it enough time. And so then when I got back into videos on LinkedIn, um, I decided that I was going to stick with it. I think the first part of building a personal brand and creating content, as you know, Alec, is that you got to commit. It's not not a one month thing. Yeah. Like you got to say, dude, I'm committed. I'm all in on this. Um, I'm not going to waver from it. Is it going to be tough? Am I going to fail? Yes, but I'm going to continue to march forward. So I made that commitment to myself first and foremost. And then I started saying, I'm going to do videos. And actually, I I always loved the video. So it wasn't, to be Mm -hmm. honest, it wasn't super uncomfortable for me personally. Other things were, but but I decided that I was going to put myself out there in terms of doing some creative videos. Now, that was a little bit uncomfortable. Like I started doing the the wolf, instead of the wolf of Wall Street, I was doing like the wolf of LinkedIn and I was doing funny (laughs) sales spoofs and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, and I got comments sometimes where people are like, this is blasphemy. This doesn't belong on LinkedIn, you know, like, but eventually, but eventually people started saying, dude, this is pretty cool because it's entertaining, but it's also, there's a valuable message behind it too. Yeah, I love that. I, I think that I hope everyone heard and I'm just to repeat it or put the nail in it, you know, consistency is what builds the brand. And it doesn't mean it's going to build the brand you want. You could be going in the wrong direction, but it will build a brand. If you are consistent and you show up, it will make an impact, period. Okay, so you, did, you were comfortable on video. You got going. Um, what about, uh, did you ever wanted to quit? How, how did you stay consistent? 
Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, I, I again, I, I rely back on that that strong brand message and the purpose. So I quickly was like, when I saw it, that it was starting, I got a glimpse of it starting to work, right? And I could see other people doing some stuff too. As soon as I got a glimpse that I was like, this works because people are yeah. coming to me. I was like, this is going to give me enough fire and fuel to, yeah, just to keep going. And then that mission inside became so big because I was like, man, I went 30 something years. Yeah. And I just wait. I, I just like had so much creativity inside that I just literally wasted. Like yeah. I could have impacted so many people. I could have done so much. I could have used this in previous jobs. Like, and yeah. there were little signs here and there. I would dabble in certain things, but I never went all in. So then my mission become, man, I'm, I'm just, I want to change the world. Like I want to help the world unleash their creative. And once mm -hmm. that mission gets so big and, and the vision is there, it, you really just can't, I mean, if you really keep that at the focus, it's really hard to not continue to move forward. You know, I like that. And I think that somebody out there might be struggling or might might feel like quitting or might not realize that they're right on the edge of success. And those little indicators, they got you got to look out for them. Those little bit of like encouragements, a little bit of like, okay, this is Matt, this is working. I, you know what I say all the time? Um, and I joke because it's my people understand this. You, you didn't get a deal the first time you went out and met a realtor at an open house on a cold walk-in. Right. They didn't, they didn't like, you know, oh, thank God. It was the 75th walk-in where they knew your name and they liked you kind of now and you had a relationship to build off of. So are you solely LinkedIn? Where else is where else are you putting out stuff? Um, share that because I get that question all the time. Where should I be posting content? And you crushed it on LinkedIn, which I, I think is a under-leveraged platform. But what's your take on the platforms right now? Well, yeah, it's a great question. I mean, a lot of people think they should be on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, and look, you, you and you could if you got the time and your resources to be on every platform. I'm I'm sure that's probably going to be great for you. But you, what you don't want to do is go so shallow uh, all on seven different platforms, and you're not really making an impact on any, or you're struggling to keep up, and therefore you're not being consistent. So if you're just starting off, I always recommend that people pick a platform or two and go deep on it. Learn the social media skills. Learn how to create content, how to create videos, social selling, how to interact, how to build a community. You can always take those skills and move to a different platforms. But if you're out there right now, you're like, where should I start? What's the platform that I should go to? I would think about two things. One, where is your customers? Where is your audience? Because obviously you need to show up where they're at. And then secondly, can you also find somewhere where there's decent organic reach? So like if you try to go to Facebook right now or even Instagram, yeah, Instagram, and you start from ground zero, it's gonna be very, it's gonna be a tough climb because there's not much organic reach to give out. It's very ad heavy. It's kind of pay to play at this point. Yeah. Not to say you can't do it. It's not to say no. it's not worth posting there, but because I still post there too and on TikTok and every, everywhere else. But it's it's different than LinkedIn where you've still got some a lot of that organic reach where you could start from zero and still build an audience up. Mm. Um, you t you mentioned this in a comment, um, uh, you know, talking about social etiquette, um, you know, type of thing. Would would you share your thoughts on, or even an experience you've had on, how to understand how to act on social? And and let me explain my question here. You know, I I feel like people, um, no one's ever told them what how to act, and so they see certain things and they start emulating. Uh, I see people who talk all about themselves, you know, constantly. So how how do you coach somebody on that? What's your take? I, you know, first and foremost, you have to really like, it sounds so cliche to say, but you have to really lean into who you are as a person and be yourself. No, right? that's like, a really good comment. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it sounds simple and it's not very easy to do because no. we do, we do think that we need to have some kind of facade or some kind yes. of personality that's not us. 
and, and on LinkedIn and other platforms, sometimes it's like the ultra businessy, like where people are scared to show their personality, okay. or maybe it's the other way where all they're doing is showing their personality and maybe they need to you know focus on the purpose and the value that they're providing. But I always think of like this, I'm like, look, I, I am unapologetically myself. Uh, this is me. I like to act. I like to rap. I like to have fun. Am I am a serious business person? Yes. Do I care yeah. about growth? Do I care about my team success? Of course. Do I care about my client success? Yes. I'm willing to fight day in and day out for it. But I also want to have fun in the process. I also think that we should be having fun as we go through this crazy journey. And if we're not, I just think we're missing a, a massive piece of it. So that's that's my take. And I think like you also got to stop sometimes. There's been times when I had to stop and say, am I really making the impact that I want to make in my audience. I think, Alec, it's really easy mm. when you get down about things or you start doubting things or you start saying, man, I don't know about this. Or I don't know if I have this. I wish I was at this person, this person level. If you just take a step back and say, let me take the focus off myself for a second and let me just start giving to other people. I'm just going to give. I'm just going to help someone today. I'm going to do a post that's, man, mm -hmm. if you're the homeowner right now and you're trying to figure out what the hell you should do and should you do this or that and you got a family and should, you know, you got your mortgage from your other more, you know, I'm just going to make a post that's like going to hit this person square between the eyes and really bring value to their day or bring a smile to their day or whatever it is. And when your mindset is so audience focused, you just win over time. Bro, I, I could not agree more. Audience focused mindset is the key. I, I so agree. And I, I think that all you have to do is look on social and people who are, do not have an audience focus or the audience, I guess, is themselves. And you can tell immediately why it's not resonating. It's not connecting. Right. Um, there, there's no place for, there's no engagement. There's nothing. Cause it's just like, well, that's just good for you, I guess. You know, that they're not, they're just humble bragging. Yeah. No one really cares about your, you, <laughs> I mean, let's no, be honest, like, no, especially in the beginning, unless you're a famous, you know, a famous person or a celebrity then maybe people want to see the behind the scenes. They actually do care, but that's only because you've put in so much work, but people don't really care that much about you. So I still like the biggest mistake I see people get on social media is they're like, Hey, if you need help, you know, with your loan, you know, you need help with your next mortgage, reach out and you know, here's my cell phone. It's like, dude, you got to give people a reason to want to reach out. So I did a poll today. This is a great example. Oh yeah. I did a, I did a poll today on LinkedIn and yeah. I said, Hey, if you want to book more meetings with your potential clients on LinkedIn, here is how you do it. And I laid out the framework, like the exact framework. And of course there's more to it than just what I laid out, but I laid out like you could go and literally do it yourself. And then I said, Hey, if you want to sign up, if you want to learn this in a 60 minute masterclass, I'm teaching this, it's a hundred bucks, right? It's a recording. You'll get some guides. It's really easy. Everyone can implement it and it'll help you book five plus meetings, more meetings per week on LinkedIn. We've already got, I think, 20 something people signed up from three hours ago. And then some, and then a lot of people said, maybe I need some more information. So I brought value to that audience to say, who can I go and help today? Who can I go and make a positive impact? What did that do? That brought people in. They said, man, I like this dude. He's helping me, man. This is great information. And then what they did, yeah, you got to pull it up, right? I'm going to pull and it up, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. And, and then to take it a step further, because I gave away advice, which some people are scared to do. Don't yeah. be scared to give away your advice. Like give away your stuff, right, for free. And then, because that's the gateway to them wanting to work with you and pay you money to do the services or provide the product that you provide. So right Wait, look here, at you can, 45, yeah. you posted this, you posted this three, by the way, this is, for anyone watching, this is also the power of brand. Because this this yes. kind of result doesn't happen if you if this is your first post on LinkedIn you're not going to have this result right so let's just let's just level set for people that are like oh my god I just make a poll but like yeah. three, three <laughs> hours ago you posted this and here's the poll yes I'm, yeah maybe I need yep. more info and look at these 45 comments 
Yeah, and look at the look at the yes. actual results. Click just click on it. Just click on the uh, one of those answers. Just do whatever. Yeah, maybe sign me up. Look at that. And yes. Look- I mean, this look at lead that. generation right here. Right. And so, and Alec, here's the power of it. Like, yes, this is a hundred dollar small, you know, it's a mastermind recording with some guides. It's very impactful. I mean, it's worth 50 times what I'm charging, but for me, it's not about the money. It's about yeah. getting more people into my circle. And then when they get so much value from the masterclass, guess what else I could do? I could say, Hey, you want to take it one step further and go through my LinkedIn social selling bootcamp? Do you want to uh, use our oh, video editing service? Relationship. Yeah. 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 So exactly. Yeah, bro, Chris Chris is diving in. Just, I just wrapped up this guy on a podcast the other day, just talking about always being yourself. Um, but And I want you to go deeper on that, Alex, um, because you, you hit so many points that were so well said in a quick period of time. Um, some people don't like themselves. Let's start there. Uh, some pe- So that's a whole thing. Um, some people think it's a turnoff. Like, like, for example, I'm kind of a nerd, and I'm well, not kind of a nerd. I'm a gigantic nerd. I just kind of is like a big, weird thing. So people are like, well, I can't show that side of myself because then, you know, people want to do business with that. Um, when you talk about being authentic or being yourself, like how far should people go really? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. And to your point, the problem with saying go be yourself, just be your authentic self is that most people really don't know who they actually are or they do, but they're really scared to actually show that sides, yeah. those sides yeah. of them. They're scared to actually be themselves. Yeah. So when you think about content marketing, I mean, you're putting yourself out there for the Big world time. to see. I mean, you were just putting everything out there. It's not like you're sharing, airing out your dirty laundry, but you're putting, some people not. do, some people do though. That's the but etiquette part, but yes. Yeah, yeah. But you're putting, you're putting yourself out there to be criticized, to be ridiculed, all this stuff. So it does take a certain level of you have to feel pretty good about yourself in terms of if I'm going to put this out there and someone does come back at me, I feel confident with who I am as a person and the message that I have that I'm delivering to this audience where it's not going to rattle my entire world if something comes back on me. So, I mean, I think, yeah, there's there's so much to this conversation, right? Like if you, if you feel like you're, you don't know how to do that, then you got some discovery work to do on yourself. You know, like you got some deep thinking to do and maybe you get some feedback from close family and friends. I mean, I think there I'm big into just reflecting and thinking about why you do things the way you do them. Who are you as a person? Why did you become that way? You know, a lot of it's past parenting, yep. all types of experiences. Layers, and layers and layers. There's just like this is like a deep, deep, deep conversation. But I would say that once you get comfortable with sort of leaning into that and it's a process, right? It's not like for yep. me, I was like. Oh, I figured I know exactly who I am, what I stand for. Everything's figured out. I'm ready to create content. I was like, hey, I feel good about this. Like, I want to help some people make an impact. And I feel like this is my natural personality. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out there and let's see what happens and let's build upon it. And then two years later, after doing it consistently, I'm like, man, I really know who I am. Yeah. And I think that's one of the powerful parts about creating content is you get that introspection. You get that perspective yes. about yourself. That oh, you yes. just, you can't, it's hard to get other places because you're putting yourself out there so often. Yeah. You know, I, I did this stupid hundred videos in a hundred days as kind of my first introduction into the space, trying to get consistent, trying to be, you know, play the game. And, you know, people always ask, you know, what, what'd you get from that? What was the ROI or, what, you know, what was the result? And I just said, man, I got, I, it changed me. Mm. Like I, I, it didn't, I don't, I no, it didn't light the world on fire. I'm not famous. Like this is, come on guys. Like that doesn't happen for anybody. Um, but it, it changed me. It changed my perspective. I, I knew I could accomplish. I could work hard. I kind of just built around that. So yeah, man, hearing your comment, I, I hope people hear that too. It does, it does change you in a good way. You, you yes. know, Alex, I'm, I've seen it and you just become more authentically you over time. Um, you, you know, know the f- I, 
it's funny, man, because when we're kids, we try to fit in. You know, yep, we want to, when we're kids, when we're kids, we're, we want to fit into everyone. We want to be like so and so. And so we're kind of conditioned almost coming up to like fit in and, and, and just be that, you know, square peg and that square, you know, cylinder, whatever it is. Yep. And I think when we get older, you actually start realizing that, like, hey, it's actually cool to be myself. It's actually cool to be different. It's actually cool to be the the unique person that I am and that the gifts and talents and perspectives that I can bring to the world. So it's really interesting um, as as you get older, how that changes. And some people really lean into it. And some people, unfortunately, never lean into it. And they kind of stay with where they think they should be or what society wants them to be. Well, let me ask this question for you, Alex, because it's it's along the lines of, you know, becoming who you are and all that stuff. Um, since this, you know, this is a season on stories, um, I'd love for you to share um, a transformative story or experience in your life that, you know, you're different because of, um, you know, whether it's, you know, business, personal, wherever you want to take it. Um, but just what can we learn from what you've experienced in your life? I'll tell you this. I mean, obviously, content creating content changed my life for sure. Definitely. with In terms of just me finding my voice and who I really am and my purpose while I'm here on earth. But I'll tell you this. I mean, honestly, from a personal standpoint, I think I went through a divorce in 2019 and uh, I have two beautiful daughters. So it was, it was kind of tough. And yeah. I was going through some things in my career at my full-time job back when I was working there. Jeez. We had some changes that were happening there. I was struggling there. So it was like, it was just a really dark place in my life for, for a few months. Yeah, And I'm so thankful for that though, because it, it caused me to take a step back and say, what, what's going on here? What's happening right here right now? And what is the life that I really want? And, and I, I looked in the mirror and I was like, dude, are you, are you, are you being the kind of uh, employee or business person that you want to be? Are you being the father that you want to be? Are you being the friend and son that you want to be? Are you using what your, your natural gifts and talents are? Are you unleashing your creative truly yes. Yes. to serve, to serve other people and build the kind of life that you want to build? So uh, when I hit that bottom, I kind of like, instead of just hitting it and like sitting there and dwelling and be like, oh man, what was me? And like feeling sorry for myself. I hit it and I was like, dude, this is my opportunity to reset. This is my nice. opportunity to take a, a, you know, a dark place and turn it into one of the best launching pads that I'll ever have in my entire life. Mm. And even to today, I'm kind of like, when now when I go through a really challenging time, and if you're listening right now, you may be going through a really challenging time where it's tough to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. It feels like shit's just caving in on you. And you're like, dude, I can't catch a break. And if you really lean into that and say, what am I doing now because of this though? Mm-hmm. Like, how am I going to let this motivate me and inspire me? And how am I going to let this sh- build character so that I can go on and turn this negative or this dark place into something amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I, I started, I was like, I'm going for my business. I'm going for my yeah. dream. I had no clue what I was doing at the time, but I was like, I'm going for it. I'm going to be a better dad than I've ever been before. Like, I'm going to make sure the next time that I, I am in a relationship that it's with the right person. We have mm-hmm. the right vision, vision, values, all that stuff together. Like I just decided to make a change and it was from that, it was from that dark place. Bro, thank you for sharing that. That's rad. Um, you know, I, I know there are people out there that are having dark times. It's just part of humanity. Of course. Um, and it's really cool to see, you know, the inspiration and the positivity that you're taking from that hard time into creating something really cool for your life. Um, I don't, I, sometimes I don't think people get that chance to actually look inwardly that deep and go, okay, am I doing what I want to be doing? Yes. Yeah, am I becoming yes. who I want to become? 
Yes. And I think, isn't that life, man, when you think about it, like happiness yeah. and doing and waking up to me, I was like, I asked uh, some friends of mine the other day, I was like, what does, and I've, somebody has asked me this, uh, this question, what is life really about for you? And mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's such a powerful question, Good you question. know, like, that's a great question. Shout out to Brian Hines, who first asked me that question. But um, I, I sat, uh, sat down and thought about it when I'm feeling overwhelmed, or I'm feeling really challenged. And I, I just my answer is this, doing what I love with the people that I love. Yeah. And for me, it's that simple. It's waking up every day. And if I'm doing something I'm excited about, like it doesn't mean I don't have bad days still, but if I wake up and I'm doing something that I love and I'm passionate about, and I think I'm making a difference and it's fulfilling and then I'm surrounding myself with just people that I love and appreciate and that we can feed off each other. We can help each other grow. We'll challenge each other. I mean, that to me, that's life. That's happiness. That's what it's all about. Well, let's go here for a second, Alex. So when we were chatting before uh, we went live, um, you know, one of the things that I was resonating with you on was this concept of um, this being a moment in time where the development of personal brands is a newish thing, right? It, it, and it's it's kind of just getting its legs and people don't understand it. People don't are not into it, running from it, et cetera. Um, share your thoughts on what's happening right now with that world and what it really means for the future as you see it. Well, if you're, if you want to, I tell you what, if you want to pioneer now is the time. Like if you want to, I mean, if you want to be ahead of the pack, if you want to be the the first people at the gold rush, if you want to be able to make the kind of impact that you want to make at a massive scale, now is the time in terms of personal branding, content creation, everything. Because if you look at the grand scheme of things, you know, very small percentage of people are actually putting themselves out there consistently and an even smaller percentage are doing it really well. So if you're willing to just take that step, and again, the first step, I'm committing to building my personal Mm -hmm. brand. I'm committing to putting out content consistently. You will be a pioneer in your industry. There's so many industries. I mean, you guys see in the mortgage industry, financial industry, recruiting industry. There's so many industries that like, it's just like nothing's even happening yet. It's so freaking early. So if you're like, man, I'm willing to take a chance. I don't have to play a safe. I'm willing to be bold. I'm willing to get outside of my comfort zone. You'll be known in a couple of years as the person that blazed the trail for thousands, if not millions of other people. So it's like, it's going to happen anyways, is going to get this. Everyone's going to be creating content, social selling on social media, on LinkedIn. So do you want to do it now and be a pioneer and be a thought leader? Or do you want to do it, jump on when everyone else is doing it in three to five years or 10 years or whatever it is? So I just look at it like, man, I'm trying, I'm here to make an impact. Like put me out there, put me in a, put me in a game coach. Like I'm ready to go. Well, and what, what Alex, what I love your comment, you're dead on. And what I hope someone heard on that is going back to just your show, just that stupid example of the poll you posted today. Yeah. You know, what, you, what you've been saying should resonate with everybody because the ability to lean into this, which you started in 2020, bro. That's not to- like, that's not a long time ago late 2019 but yeah it's it's honestly it's been like really two solid years of being very consistent so it's not like it's been yeah five years ten years yeah so two solid years of being very consistent you turn around you throw a poll out and you get business Mm -hmm. versus having to oh shit i gotta pick up the phone today and start pounding or else i won't get the contacts to get the leads to get the meetings which you know i think it's it's so evident there's two types of grinds there's the one that you've done for the last two years or you could have been the other guy who just was pounding phones for two years. And then you look forward and go, okay, well, the guy that was pounding phones just is going to pound phones again. 
Exactly. That's the punchline too, right? If I'm just pounding phones and doing emails and knocking on doors, I've got to now do that the next two years, the next two years, the next Oh, it's on repeat. It never ends, right? Where building a brand and content, you get to a certain place, man, where it's almost like, dude, I've got so much business coming in. And if I need more, I just got to raise my hand and put out something that you don't worry about chasing people down so much. So yeah, why would you not want to do that? I mean, geez. And then here's the thing too. I think people get it twisted where they're like, Alex, I need business now. I got a cold call email. Then freaking do it. I'm not saying abandon cold calls or abandon the stuff that works for you. I'm saying set aside time to build a brand at the same time so that in six months and a year and two years, you'll thank yourself because you don't have to cold call all day now. Bro, that is 1000% the truth, man. You got all the time there is in the universe. You can do hard things. And you have to understand if it's worth it. And, and you can see the people like you who, who realized it was worth it. You were like, hey, this is worth it. And, yeah. and, you, and you were working your staffing job and you were, and you were out building yes. the brand. Yeah, I was single dad, two daughters. I was working a full-time job, had people yeah. reporting to me at a very yeah. demanding, high-paced job um, all through the day. And then worked on this at night and the weekends until it got to a place where I could replace my income and I left there. So there's no excuses. There's no like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have this. No, you're not prioritizing the time. Right. And so again, it comes back to a lot of people just it's outside of their comfort zone. They're not sure they don't know about it. They don't maybe have a clear strategy. And my advice with that is like, get help. Don't be afraid to go to, go to someone that's, that's been there and done all of the stuff that you're about to do. And they've made all the mistakes and they can just say, Hey, do this. This is the path to success. Um, being able to do that can really shortcut the whole process for you. Bro. It's, it's crazy to me. Um, the excuse of, I don't know how, because we're all holding a thousand dollar device that has access to all of human knowledge, like in our everything, pockets. literally everything. Like, and, and to everybody, DMs yes. to anybody you want. Like, it doesn't mean they're going to respond, but you have access right. to incredible amounts of access. Right. Uh, and it then just, there's a bunch of people yeah. who are just giving it away for free, just sharing their knowledge. Yep. So I guess that it'll come down to this. It comes down to this to me, and I'd love your take on this. Um, if I do have access to all of the knowledge, so I can't use that excuse. I, all of it's there. I can go access. I could get help. I can get some resources. And I'm still not doing it. What? Why do you think somebody isn't starting the path? Well, I think it's probably two core reasons. One is it is out of their comfort zone. They're not naturally, they're not used to doing it, right? Sure. Especially, I mean, whether you're a leader or whether you're an employee or a business owner, it's just something brand new. So it's very uncomfortable for people at first. Yeah. And sure, they could go out and learn it all and, and research and watch YouTube videos and Google stuff. But how much time is that going to take? Totally. I mean, that's going to take a lot of time. So people just won't do it. And, you know, obviously, if you hire somebody, they can give you exactly. Can shortcut you. Yep. Yeah, just shortcut you. Right. But I, I think it, most of the time it comes down to most people agree that they should be putting out content and building their personal brand. I don't think many people are going to raise their hand and be like, I just don't think this thing's a good idea. Like, I think it's actually not going to be the future. Most people understand that, but then it comes down to, they'll say things like, yes, oh man, I just, oof, I'm uncomfortable. I'll put myself out there. I don't know what to say or how to say it, or video scares me. Or they just say, I'd love to do it. I don't mind doing it. I just literally can't make the time to do it. So it's the same reason people don't work out, you know, or, or, or get healthy. Yeah. It's like, I just, it's easier to grab McDonald's. Like it's easier to cold call today rather than try to create a post and then another no, one on. tomorrow. And don't, a- don't compare McDonald's and cold calling. Okay. <laughs> like it's easier to, <laughs> I'm loving it. Yeah. Cold calling is my nightmare. Like just absolute <laughs> like rejection, yeah. fear and insecurity. They're like, no, yeah. no, thank you. 
It sucks. It sucks, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> it not. Fun. It's just not fun. It's not. Fun. No, there's nothing about it. It's fun. I think you're gonna put the hard work in, put it into building a brand. At least at the end of the day, yes. after that, you'll have done it, and you can you can rely you can you know rest on it, so to speak, or build off it more. Right. Um, okay. So so what advice do you have, or what stories do you have? Um, what, what was your biggest LinkedIn post? Do you know what went the biggest? Um, there were a couple one, I mean, uh, one of them was when I shared my story about, um, Oh, weird. when you were authentic to, and, and raw yeah, and real. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that, and that led to several business opportunities too. And then, you know, the music <laughs> ones, <laughs> right. Yeah. I just, I just shared about my story, but I, I tied it in with my brand and, uh, what I do for a living. I remember I watched that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, um, that one got, quite a few people to to tear up and cry because it was just that kind of story right and then i've had other videos and posts where like the business rap battles always do really well because they're just dude. so freaking entertaining and like there's a good message behind it and and people love that kind of stuff. it's just so different and unique so you know i always say like look if you're willing to take a chance and do something outside of the box you're going to shine faster like that's how i if i could say how did i get there in six months 12 months you know because I was willing to do things that people just weren't willing to do. I was willing to be so different that people would see me in the feed and they'd be like, what is this guy doing? Like a business rap battle? Like what? Like, you know, the LinkedIn detective, what is this guy doing? You know, so good, I would, bro. and I leaned into it, man. And I just, I had fun with it, but I was willing to do things that most people, you know, they're just putting out videos where it's like, hi, here's three steps on how you can become a better. And it's like, dude, you're not social media is so noisy. You gotta, you, you're not gonna break through that brick wall by just kind of like going like this, you know. You gotta just poof, break through it. And so, I think if you're willing to put yourself out there, you've got a big advantage. Alex, how do you respond to the comment? Um, it's not for me. It's not my personality type. I'm, I'm not flashy. I'm not. I can't rap. I'm not that creative. I, I, you know, what? How do you respond to that kind of a comment? Well, everyone has their own natural creativity and style. It's not like I don't expect people to get on there and do rapping and acting and stuff like that. Some people are amazing interviewers. And so they'll mm -hmm. start their own podcast and they'll create content from that. Some people are just really great storytellers. So they'll get on and tell amazing stories about their client success or about personal stories. Um, some people are good on camera and so they can leverage that, you know? So I think you got to people have to lean into what they're naturally good at and kind of un un unravel their gifts. Yeah. And people are like, why well, don't, you know, if they're not sure what that is, like, I don't really know what my gifts are. It's like, well, then how much have you tried? Because you're not going to know unless you t go out there and test and try different things. It's like, if you didn't know what good sport you were good at and you're like, Alec, I'm just not gonna do any sports. Cause I'm not sure if I'm good at any of them. And I'd be yeah. like, well, what sports have you tried? And you're like, well, really none. I did soccer one time and that was it. It's like, dude, so how do you know you're not like the most amazing, you know, pitcher in yeah. the world, but you've never yeah. got on the mound to even throw a pitch. And so you, you do have to give it time to develop, but you got to put yourself out there and try different things. You might be an incredible writer. And so maybe like text post and polls, you're like, you yep. crush it. Maybe video, you're okay. So you do a couple here and there, like make sure people see your face. Or maybe it's the other side with me. I wasn't a great writer, a copywriter. I learned it as I went along, but I was good on video and I could do creative stuff. So mm -hmm. I leveraged that. I think anytime you can leverage what you're naturally good at and what you enjoy, typically when those two mix, uh, good things happen. And I'll piggyback on that for people listening, Alex, you know, it, it also, you get better with time too, repetitions and practice. So, yes. you know, people throw the towel in like, oh, you know, I was crap. And I'm like, yeah, that was video two. Right. It was crap. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I did, I did dinner with a guy um, I, that I actually met off LinkedIn a couple, a few weeks ago. And he goes, man, I'm just not good on video. Like, I'd love to do videos, but I'm not that good. I go, how many yeah. videos have you done? Yeah. He goes, well, I think one. 
No one. <laughs> Not <even five> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, how could you expect to be great on video if you've done one video? Do you want know my first videos look like? Dude, they were terrible. They were all over the play. They were just not good. And I'm just like, you know, it's kind of like when we first learned to walk as yeah. babies or toddlers. Like we don't just get up and start sprinting, right? We fall down, we bump into stuff, we fall back down again. People laugh at us. But eventually over time, we get back up every single yeah. time. And we continue to put in the work and eventually we walk and then eventually we run. But never at one point do we stop and say, you know what? Maybe I'm just this walking thing's not for me. I'm That's just right. going to continue. Yeah. I'm going to crawl the rest of my yeah. life. No, no one ever stops at the, at the crawl phase. <laughs> yeah. Not a right. person. Dude, right. I'll tell you this, man, just on a side note, like if uh. you want to be successful at anything, you have to get real comfortable with falling on your face, with failing, with making mistakes. If you're not in that mindset of like, dude, I will put myself, I'm willing to fail more than anyone anyone else in this room. That's the person that's going to win. The person that's like, I'll throw my hand up there and I'll put myself in the ring. I'll create the content. Like I will just do whatever it takes. You got to have the mindset like there's no winning and losing. It's like, did you put yourself out there and give it 100%? Yep. 100% yep. effort and you surrender the outcome. And if that's your mentality, you're going to win because so many people are just so scared that oh, what if I lose? What if I make a mistake? What if it doesn't go my exact way I want it to? And it's like, it never is. It's just the people that I do. I'm not, I'm only successful because I didn't give up. I didn't quit. I saw so many other people quit, Alec. So true, and I man. just kept moving forward. Even when I doubted things, even when I didn't go well, even when I had to post absolutely flop and I deleted it, it was so bad. I mean, I had all kinds of terrible experiences and failures and mistakes along the way, but I kept moving forward because I believed in what I was doing and the purpose behind it. And I knew what the future was going to look like to a certain extent. So I, I kept moving forward. Yeah. I mean, Alex, that, that theme you've woven in and out of the conversation today of just consistency of understanding, having a deep personal belief in where things are going so that you can hold on to it through the grind of it all through the video that didn't get much engagement through the learnings, through the falling on your face. I mean, that, that to me is the core message for anybody trying to get into this space or in success in anything, honestly, but like, especially personal branding. Well, I would say, yeah, to piggyback off that, I would just, again, I can't say it enough, but I, if anyone's like, dude, you're better at videos than me. If someone looked at me and said that, I go, I would say I've failed probably a few hundred more times at videos than you have. That's exactly, the difference. Bro. If you want to know the real difference, that's the it. real truth. I failed way more than you have. All right, dude. Well, any final comments, stories, um, comments that you want to make to the, to the listeners out here who are, um, you know, wrestling with this. Cause every time I talk to anybody in sales, Alex, you're right. They do say, you know what? I see it. I, I, I don't need to be convinced anymore. I, I know right. I need to be out there. I know I need to be in front of my past customers and my partners and, and the community on social. I know I need to be building a community and investing in it and quote, building my audience. Um, so what, what final comments, uh, thoughts, stories do you have for those people who are just not doing it? You, I mean, you have to put the, the future of your business yeah. <laughs> depends on the brand that you start building today. So, I mean, if, you know, yeah, I think you're, yeah, you're delusional if you don't see it. <laughs> like, I think if you're like just yeah. ignorant too, I think everyone, exactly. you have to be able to see it, right? Like, it's like, you're kind Social of just- Social media is not going to be around any longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you kind of lost your mind if you think that, but maybe if you're going to retire in the next six months, maybe there you don't go. got to worry about it, right? But if you plan on being around for the next few years, 5, 10, 20 years, like a lot of us do, or plus 30, 40 years, then you have to make the investment. And people think that they, they don't look at someone that's been doing it for years and years and say, I got to, man, I got to know all this day one. Just say, dude, how, what's a good step in the right direction today, tomorrow? 
don't look at perfection, look at progress. Yep. If I'm not doing any posts now, can I just put out a text post tomorrow? Seriously. And can I not worry about it going viral because no. it's not going to? Can I just no. say, hey, can I just write a good text post that I think would bring value to other people that can make an impact yes. in their in their business and their life? And then maybe I do another one and then I get better and I learn from it. And again, if you want to take shortcuts, then hire somebody. Like what's wrong? I mean, just, just bring someone in that can say, dude, do this, 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 and this, and this. I mean, you know, I, I've seen thousands of, I mean, I've worked with hundreds of people and seen thousands of different styles and industries and videos and text posts. I can give you a ton of guidance and shortcut you there if you want it, but you still got to be willing to put in the work. Yes. You still have to be willing to show up and actually do it. So again, it always, it always starts with the, the commitment to yourself and to the future of your personal brand. Oh, brother, thank you for hanging out today and dropping pearls, man. Um, there's been so much to unpack in this episode. So I'm going to work on getting some cuts out and clips because you just are hitting like major point after major point. So I appreciate you, dude. Obviously, um, if you're not following Alex on LinkedIn or any other platforms, um, you're insane. I take a lot of personal inspiration from you. So thank you for setting the bar really high and kicking <laughs> some serious ass. So I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you too. Thanks for having me on. All right, everybody. Take care. We'll see you on the next episode of the Model Any Podcast. Have a wonderful day.